When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. Welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. We've got a special episode today. I am joined by Giovanni. Giovanni, thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome. I am so, <laughs> so excited to talk about Barefoot Shoes. I can't believe it's taken us 81 episodes of me having a podcast to finally sit down and, and talk about shoes. Well, you know, you're so busy, so. <laughs> and this is also a special edition because um, I knocked my tooth out today. Actually, I broke my tooth today. So I've got a little bit of extra air coming out of my mouth as I speak. Um, so hopefully that enhances the listening experience for you all. Sure does. <laughs> So the way that I want to kind of do things today, Giovanni, is to talk about like five main reasons why you and I love barefoot shoes. Mm -hmm. I feel like barefoot shoes have gotten kind of like trendy over the last one to two years. Instead of barefoot shoes, can we refer them as minimalist shoes? We can. Just because it's a little confusing. We're not actually barefoot. There's still a barrier between the floor and our foot. It's just... it's not as bare as you think right yeah i guess that's a good point like it still is a shoe there's different levels of minimalist shoes so we should discuss that probably sure well for those of for those listeners who don't know who you are giovanni can you just give a brief introduction of yourself and then we'll dive into the topic (laughs) i think everyone knows who i am by now but i am julie's boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) and is there is there anything else to you besides that um i am a physical therapist assistant and an avid lifter. Yes, fitness enthusiast. That's what they call it, yes. And, you know, Giovanni, if it wasn't for meeting you, I don't know if I ever would have tried out minimalist slash barefoot footwear. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what minimalist shoes are? Like, what do we mean when we talk about a barefoot shoe or a minimalist shoe? So a minimalist, a minimalist shoe essentially has a zero heel drop. So there's no arch in your heel and there's no toe protection and the sole is very minimal so you actually feel most of the surfaces on the floor and your foot is being supported by your own muscles yeah ligaments structures arch etc yeah exactly so when you think about like a typical shoe and we we don't have a visual today which we will make a youtube video at some point when i get my tooth fixed of course um let's picture like I don't know, pick a shoe brand. Nike. Like a Nike shoe, for example. You have like the thicker part at the heel and then maybe a little bit of a thinner part at the toe, but you've got a pretty built up sole the whole way. This minimalist shoe is going to have essentially no sole, like very, very thin. Um, And then the other part about minimalist shoes that I love, which is my personal favorite feature, is a wide toe box. They allow your toes to spread out as our feet are actually naturally designed to do, um, to spread, which I think is something that we don't really pay enough mind to, and especially the influences that the toes have on how the rest of our body moves. 
Yes, uh, minimalist shoes are usually pretty wide in every aspect, not just the toe box. So they don't squeeze your foot in any position, which is great for certain um, treatments such as like plantar fasciitis and prevents plantar fasciosis and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Now, Giovanni, I'm very interested, and I feel like I've asked you this, but I don't remember the answer, as to what got you into wearing barefoot shoes, because by the by the time we met, you already had multiple pairs of Vivo Barefoots. Was, what was the decision like for you investing in these, and was it a difficult transition going from, like, quote-unquote, regular footwear to wearing barefoot shoes all the time? So for me, I grew up in Puerto Rico for the first 11 years of my life. Uh, and I actually lived in a beach, so I was always barefoot. So wearing regular shoes for me was treacherous. <laughs> um, what got me originally into barefoot shoes was actually the Vibram Five Fingers. Oh, I don't remember no. when those came out, but it was like 2012 I'm or something. I'm so glad we didn't know each other then. Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> those were my first barefoot shoes. And then from there, you just were hooked. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Interesting. So those, I feel like, have kind of phased out a little bit. You still have some people wearing those. I personally think that they're hideous. Do you prefer the feel of the Vivo Barefoot, or did you prefer the, the, the glove-like five-finger shoe? Uh, the Vivo Barefoots are my favorite shoes. The five-fingers, you had to wear them without socks, and they were really um, the thermal of them. They make your feet sweat a lot, so mm. they weren't very functional, like outside the gym type of. Yeah, makes sense. And also, I think one thing about other barefoot shoe companies right now is a lot of them are like pretty stylish. Like, I yes. definitely have a lot of people who look at my Vivo Barefoots and are like, are you wearing socks? Like, or like, are those wrestling shoes? That's another one that I get all the time. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. they do look a little funky but a lot of brands out there have more like casual looking like more of like a van style shoe right and which that's i think exactly is super what cool. i meant by those are less minimalist than the ones that we wear when we train yeah yeah so let's kind of dive into a few main ideas and reasons why we love barefoot shoes giovanni I think a big one, which we kind of mentioned before, is that minimalist shoes allow your foot to take its natural shape. And I think one thing from a physical therapy and performance lens that a lot of people don't know about is that our foot is full of so many different muscles and ligaments and joints and very like movable areas that unfortunately in normal mainstream footwear don't get a chance to really move how they're designed. Do you feel like a barefoot shoe kind of enhances like that movement within the foot and the ability of the foot to function optimally? I believe so, honestly. Um, for people who are athletic, I don't think they are for everyone. But for people that can handle them, because there is a transition period that you should go through. Um, they do take a time to get used to. But I believe they are the optimal shoe. Perhaps not for everything. Obviously, if you're going um, hiking in the mountain and it's snowy, you might want to wear something more protective and that can grip better. So it really depends on the situation there. But for like lifting and everyday walking, I believe they're the best shoe 
Yeah, for sure. And I agree with you. I think for like day-to-day movement, and that's what I wear mine for, the only thing that I really intentionally don't do in my Vivo, my Vivo Barefoots at the moment um, is running. And on the days where I have performed running or jump roping in the CrossFit gym with my barefoot shoes on, I actually tend to have pain and like flare things up, which is kind of a sign to me that at the moment, the tissues in my foot are not really strong enough to, to handle that load that I'm placing on it with those like impact movements. Um, but I bet for you, if you jump roped the same volume as me in your Vivos, you would probably be a little bit better equipped to manage that. Correct. So when you're barefoot, you have to be better at shock absorption on your feet. So there's a lot of people that can run barefoot. It does take a lot of skill. It does change the way you run and jump and yeah. perform all those movements. Yeah, for sure. And another thing that I think we get asked a lot about in the rehab space And even in the performance space, footwear is like a hot topic. Like you've got the people who are like full send minimalists and wear barefoot shoes to run marathons. And then you've got the trendy hokas right now, which are like walking on clouds, you know? So for somebody who might say to you, like, how do you wear a shoe with no support? Like, doesn't your shoe need support? What would your answer to that be? Sure. So the way I I answer that question is for my everyday life and I work standing 10, 11 hours a day as PTA, my feet are just being trained, right? Because I'm not running, I'm not jumping, I'm just walking in my shoes. They're being trained. And I believe the Vibo Barefoots or any other barefoot shoe or minimalist shoe really does help train those muscles throughout the day for endurance and all those things. And I also wear them when I'm training, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I love that you mentioned that it's like the day to day movement is where you're going to experience the gains when it comes to those foot intrinsic muscles. And if anybody's curious from an anatomy standpoint, literally just Google muscles of the foot and you're going to be like, oh, my God, there's dozens of muscles in there. I had no idea. A lot of those muscles, since they're so small and intricate, we're not necessarily looking for like hypertrophy of those muscles. Like you're not going to do like like toe curls with weights and like get strong. Those muscles are just meant to simply have endurance, like you mentioned. We want them to be able to activate and have motor control to like work well with each other, but also be able to last long throughout the day, throughout runs. I think a lot of people who suffer from like foot and ankle related issues have some weakness of those foot intrinsic muscles. And then you're relying on passive structures of the foot to compensate for that. Yeah. Um, Kelly Starrett says it best. These people have salad feet. So (laughs) salad feet referring to like weak feet. So essentially uh, minimalist shoes or just walking barefoot period helps, you know, build some calluses in those feet. Yeah, definitely. And that kind of brings me to my second point here about why we love barefoot shoes, Giovanni, is because it helps to build strength of the foot and the ankle. Simply stated, and I think one of the best arguments for at least incorporating barefoot time into your routine is that the foot and ankle is the foundation of all movement. Like no matter what exercise it is that you're doing, whether it's like a heavy squat or a jump, or I mean, hey, even like an upper body exercise, like a bench press where like your feet are grounded and you're stabilizing, like you can argue that our feet are involved in pretty much everything unless you're like physically off the ground doing a pull up or something. Um, So I think it's such a cool way to intentionally strengthen those structures that are just so important and for a lot of people can be a limiting factor. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
So moving on to the next point here, barefoot shoes also help to improve proprioception and like sensory input into the feet. So just like we talked about from a mechanical standpoint, how the foot is this like supporting structure, it needs to be very strong and stable, but it also needs to be mobile and be able to kind of like pronate and supinate and adjust as you absorb shock and things like that. Um, The foot is also a source of sensory input for us that also can drive like movement patterns. um, And I think is something that, again, we just don't access because so many of us spend time in like super built up shoes. Yeah. You know? Well, from the brain's perspective, right? The homunculus. Oh my God. Homunculus triggers (laughs) me so much. The hands and the feet have the same amount of sensory. It's just we don't, we lose our feet sensory because we wear cloud shoes all day. And not to say there's anything wrong with that, but I believe, or we believe, like if you're wearing hokas, like you're running marathons. But outside of that, you probably shouldn't be using hokas every single day. Yeah. The same thing goes for minimal issues. There's a time and place to switch between. Yeah. Right? Didn't you just get a pair of CrossFit training shoes? I did because I sprained my foot pretty damn bad jump roping in vivos without the capacity to to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're exactly right. And on the topic of proprioception too, when we think of the word proprioception, we also think of balance. So many people complain about like them having like poor stability or poor balance or like, oh, I can't do a single leg RDL without like tipping over. Yeah. And of course, even, even taking it a sec further, like I have a lot of patients who are like, I never, I don't know how to wiggle my toes. Like I never do that. And can you imagine? You want to see some toe wiggle? Come check out Giovanni's feet, guys. (laughs) I don't mean that in a weird way, but you should see the toes on this guy. I'm always like, hey, Karen, spread your toes. And like, I can't spread my toes. How do you do that? Do you ever, when you're doing manual therapy on a foot, do you ever take your fingers and like interlace them in the toes and the patient's like, oh my God, that feels so weird and so good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, not to go on a tangent there. Um, But yeah, from a balance perspective, I mean, there's so many things that can influence somebody's ability to stabilize on one leg. But for me, from an anecdotal standpoint, I started wearing barefoot shoes about two years ago now. It was towards the beginning of when we started dating and Um, I became curious about the impact that the foot has on the rest of the body. I started, you know, experimenting with like some toe yoga, you know, moving the toes and lifting the arch and things like that and realized, realized how hard it was. So I got toe spreaders, got me some barefoot shoes and I went down this rabbit hole of just being like, wow, like my feet have been such a limiting factor. One thing that I experienced a lot as a runner, um, because, you know, I have gone through phases in life where I've run a few half marathons is that when I get to mile like five or six of a run, my feet will just start burning like crazy. And it always bothered me that my quads and my glutes and my hips, everything else felt great, but my feet were a limiting factor because they were getting so fatigued. So wearing barefoot shoes outside of my runs and giving those muscles the ability to actually perform um, work helps to build up that resilience. But also from that stability standpoint, like I was talking about, A lot of us don't think about that the foot, the way that the body stabilizes on the ground is through the foot, you know, like spreading the toes out, having that three point tripod contact between the big toe and each side of the heel. Um, Just these little things that like, if you ever watch yourself next time you do a single leg exercise, check out your foot and ankle and like visualize like how much is it 
wiggling around and how much is it struggling to stabilize and if you're wearing a really built up shoe and your muscles aren't getting any input or any signal to do anything you're not going to be training them so maybe you don't want to go down the rabbit hole of buying $130 barefoot shoes that look like socks (laughs) but take your shoes off when you're doing your single leg exercises and you will be amazed not just at the feeling on your feet but also on the improved activation of hip muscles because of that motor pattern of how the two kind of work together. Again, something that I've experienced firsthand that I experience each day with my patients when I incorporate single leg exercises, I typically have them take their shoe off for it. Um, And I just think it's so cool to kind of realize how these muscle groups are meant to work together. Yeah, well said. (laughs) Thanks. Giovanni, next thing I want to discuss here in the topic of barefoot shoes is leg day gains. Let's talk about barefoot shoes and how you think they enhance your leg day. Yeah, so you did a a really well job at breaking it down uh, just previously here. But leg days, I actually see a lot of people at the gym, like commercial gyms and stuff, who just, when they're deadlifting and squatting, they take their shoes off. So they're lifting in squats, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then when you ask them, it's like, oh, you know, I just feel more stable. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) So it's all about, like, that surface area and the the feedback that the floor gives you. You know, more stability and the feet will definitely increase your strength. Yeah, I think so, too. And you mentioned before about the toes spreading out and how that's like an important aspect of foot function. Yep. And when we think from a squat standpoint, let's say, we can probably all visualize doing a squat. If you put your feet together and they're touching each other and you try to squat, you're probably going to feel a little bit unsteady. You're not going to be able to get very low. Whereas when you widen your feet really far and you squat down and up, you're going to feel a lot more stable, right? I think if we take Usually, that same... Yeah. if we. Yeah, if we take that same analogy and apply it to just the foot, when the foot is being kind of like squished and the toes are all on top of each other and you have this narrow base of support on each foot, it's simply going to be harder to remain stable. Whereas when you have the opportunity to spread your toes out, to engage that big toe and press it down into the floor to activate and lift the arch, man, those squats are going to feel so much stronger. And some of you guys are probably like, what are you talking about? We'll have to put together a visual on this because um, I get so in. I mean, I can't even tell you people that struggle with like knee collapsing or hip shifting or all these other like quote unquote squat faults. Yeah. You fix their feet and everything else up the chain looks yeah. better. Suddenly they have more stability and it's like, wow, I can squat better. Yep. Yeah. And do you find Giovanni? I mean, I feel like you don't you don't struggle as much as I do with like muscle activation and i'm saying that in air quotes because i know the whole activation thing is sometimes not the right word to use but like i have trouble sometimes when i'm working out really feeling and really engaging the working muscle like let's say for example i'm doing split squats and i'm trying to engage my glutes i kind of struggle with that or if i'm doing like a single leg exercise and trying to feel like my lateral hip working to stabilize and i feel like for me when i'm doing things barefoot it helps me like recruit muscles better in a way. Like, do you know what I mean? Is that something that you've ever experienced? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, better stability. The more stability that you have in the feet, in the ground, 
right? You're getting those ground reaction forces. And now you're stabilizing the ankle, then the knee, and then the hip. You're going to be able to produce more force, right? Um, there's a quote that I heard a while ago that states that you can't fire a cannon from a canoe because a canoe, it's very unstable in the water, right? So if you try to fire a cannon from the canoe, it's going to break. But if you fire a cannon from a battleship that is wider and more stable, how much better can you fire a cannon from there? I like that. That's a good one. And I just love how it comes back to exactly like the foot is the foundation. And the other cool thing I think about training the feet is like a lot of it's done with typical exercises, like you said, like walking or squats or leg day stuff. Um, But even getting creative with other exercises, you've also opened my eyes to doing things on the floor, like bear crawls and like these more kind of like abstract, like rotational patterns and reaching and all this stuff. And I think when you're barefoot, and you're exploring movement in these different planes, it's just such a cool way to like connect with your body and kind of tune into like what your strengths and weaknesses are, accessing ranges of motion that you might not get in your day-to-day. And I think a lot of that starts with the feet. Yeah. And even in a sense, like in a spiritual sense, if you walk barefoot outside, like in the grass, there's electrons and all this scientific stuff that I'm not an expert of, but that also gives you feedback. Yeah, there are a lot of theories. I think it's called, like, grounding. It's grounding, yeah. Yeah, like, standing in the dirt and, like, it does something to you. I, I've, We have not reviewed uh, the research <laughs> on that. This whole episode, by the way, is purely anecdotal, um, as well as our clinical experience. But, yeah, that kind of brings me to, to my last point here, Giovanni, why I personally love barefoot shoes and those who follow me on Instagram, see me post about this a lot. Um, But from like a mindfulness perspective, there's something about your feet connecting with the surface beneath you that just helps you be more present. And I feel like that sounds a little, maybe a little strange, a little hippie, um, but you really don't know until you try it. Like the first time you wear barefoot shoes and you walk on like a cobblestone sidewalk or something, that it just hits different. Yeah. It feels great. And you're like, wow, this is what the ground feels like. Yeah. And a big critique of barefoot shoes or a big kind of like argument against them, I guess, is people who are in favor of barefoot shoes talk about like, this is the way the foot was designed. Shoes were only created how long ago, like hundreds of years ago, whatever. There were there were years and years and years of time that human beings were walking around without shoes on. There's a reason why our feet, just like our hands, are super like thick-skinned and they can callous and they can get tough because we're meant to walk on them but by the same token the world that we live in now has synthetic surfaces like sidewalks and asphalt and all these things that we were not necessarily air quotes designed to walk on so i think that's an interesting conversation of like sure it's natural to be barefoot but at the same time the surfaces around now aren't natural you know this is true, yeah. I, in a sense, I mean, when I was a kid and lived on a beach, like, I stepped on a lot of rocks and weird surfaces. And honestly, like, I was able to walk on rocks and, like, sharp objects and all these things. Like, I feel like I domesticated my feet as I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, wore shoes. But I still think 
uh, wearing minimalist shoes most of the time is ideal. Yeah. For not just foot health, but up the chain as well. Yeah, I agree. I think anybody who has any kind of known foot or ankle or really just any kind of lower body, but especially foot or ankle issue, if it's in a controlled state right now, spending more time barefoot is going to be so advantageous to building strength, improving mobility, just improving your overall foot function. If you're somebody who struggles with like chronic foot and ankle issues that like come up over and over and over again, take a look at maybe getting some toe spreaders, spending time barefoot. Like as soon as you get home, take your your shoes and your socks off. Even some socks can be really restrictive in our foot's ability to move. And trying to set some time aside each day to just just let your feet like move how they're designed, you know? Yeah. The way I think of it, like, in my head, and again, this is anecdotal, like Julie said, is, like, what happens to astronauts when they spend a lot of time in their space station? They lose mu- they lose everything. They lose bone mass, muscle mass. They get weak. Use it or lose it. Yeah. So, essentially, like, what are you, if you're wearing really thick shoes all the time, what is that doing to your feet? Or making them weaker. So... Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned earlier, too, about there needs to be a transition time for barefoot shoes. And I think this looks a little bit different for everybody. I know there's a ton of people out on like YouTube and social media who talk about this sort of thing. Maybe we can put together something if people are interested. Um, but you don't want to necessarily go full send from like hokas to like barefoot shoes all day, every day, running CrossFit, all the things. Um, I've been wearing barefoot shoes for two years. But my, my feet still get really sore with like certain things that I do barefoot, especially going for like a hike, navigating uneven terrain, um, things like that, stepping on rocks, like the shoe is still a shoe. It's still going to protect the integrity of your feet, but you're going to feel those sharper objects when you step on them. And it takes some time to kind of build that resilience up. So I think a great place to start is having just some of your day-to-day movement be barefoot maybe it's inside your home to start and then as the summer months approach as the weather gets nice go find somewhere where you can walk barefoot like maybe it's literally your backyard like in the dirt i know people are probably like i don't want to get my feet dirty that's a great place to spend time barefoot just like in the grass and navigating some of that terrain um and building up strength that way do you have any other tips giovanni for anybody who's interested in kind of exploring barefoot living yeah that's a great start i would start like be barefoot at home there's no reason to wear shoes indoors um where you can wear your shoes like half the time you know go out take your other shoes to work wear them half the time just to get used to them but work is a great place to also wear minimalist shoes especially if you're like working in an office or something like what do you need a lot of support (laughs) Um, and that's where I would start. Yeah. And then eventually you, you're able to wear multiple different shoes for multiple different reasons. Like if I were to go running, like I can sprint in my barefoot shoes, but if I were to run, run longer distances, I would probably use a running shoe. Yeah, exactly. And, and same reason why I recently got a pair of shoes for CrossFit because I, Realize yeah. that I, I for can't, training and things yeah. like that. There's there's it's different goals, right? You need a little bit of a heel for certain Olympic movements. Mm-hmm. 
that just uh it's safer for your back and the rest of your body so yeah it's not to say you should wear barefoot shoes all the time no matter what you definitely need to um see what you're doing and what your goals are yeah and giovanni if somebody were to get barefoot shoes a try they're they're sold on our conversation they've been on the verge and they're like all right i'm gonna pick up a pair what are some things that they should expect to experience when they first start wearing the barefoot shoes yeah so actually one of the things that jules and i have found is the size of the shoes like say i'm a 10 they're usually pretty they're bigger than what we expect Mm -hmm. so it's almost like an 11 yeah yeah i mean we we only have vivo barefoot so we can only really attest to that brand but i know there's some other awesome brands out there fuel grounds is great um zero shoes is another one yep that's pretty common zeros are usually cheaper so yeah so if you're looking in the vivo department um consider sizing down depending on the the model but then also i mean more more so just from like an adjustment standpoint like one thing that i would advise people is expect your feet to be sore yep like when you wear those barefoot shoes and you go out shopping and you're on your feet for like two hours walking around you're gonna wake up the next day and your foot muscles are gonna feel like they gotta work out you know it's it's gonna feel like your lats do after pull-ups like you just worked muscles that maybe weren't used to being worked so definitely be ready to like do some foot stretching get that lacrosse ball ready to roll out the plantar fascia a little bit get some input that way um expect that you are going to have little periods here and there where those muscles feel sore because you're you're using them and another little point i want to make here giovanni as we wrap things up is if somebody has foot and ankle issues that are currently an issue like i'm talking like pretty flared up plantar fasciitis or a spicy achilles tendinopathy now is not the time to transition to barefoot shoes no now is the time to seek a professional (laughs) (laughs) now is the time to seek a rehab professional and get their opinion um but no the barefoot shoes they place a lot of stress on the foot and ankle which is exactly how it gets stronger Yes, they do. Exactly. So if you're currently experiencing pain, definitely get out of pain first. Put that fire out, baby. And then you strengthen your legs yeah. your feet. Yeah, 100%. Well, Giovanni, I had a lot of fun talking barefoot shoes with you. I think we're going to need to have a YouTube video pretty soon where we show, I think between the two of us, we have like 15 pairs of Evos. Yeah, um, we can show them. Somebody do some workouts in them. And... If anybody wants to get me sponsored by Vivo Barefoot, I would uh, <laughs> I would really appreciate that. Giovanni, if anybody wants to chat with you about your experience with Barefoot Shoes, where can they find you? Instagram, Rice Cake Lover. Rice Cake Lover on the IG. You guys can hit me up on Instagram at goalsetmindset underscore JB. If you are interested in barefoot living, Giovanni and I love to talk about this, especially if you have like a specific question or a specific situation. Feel free to reach out to either one of us and we would love to kind of help guide you and give you some of our insight. Giovanni, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed Giovanni and I rapping about barefoot shoes. We are big fanatics of these, and I hope you are interested in spending a little bit more time taking care of your feet. If you're enjoying the episodes of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast, I would love if you went over to your favorite platform, subscribed, and left a rating or review so that I can help reach more people like you. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we will be back next week with another episode.